First off, <clears throat> let's give shout out. I told the storm. I told the storm. I told the storm. I told the storm. <laughs> Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Ifa Bayo. I would like for you to grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair, a blanket. Shit, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something cold to drink, something hot to drink, some coffee, some tea, some water. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are to hear this. I choose that song because I love it. I love it. I love it. It says... <laughs> it says... Even though your winds blow, I want you to know you cause me no alarm because I'm safe in his arms. Even though your rain falls, I can still make this call. Let there be peace. Now, why can't hate go away? I command you to move today. Because of faith, I have a brand new day. The sun will shine and I will be okay. That's what I told the storm. I told the storm to pass. Storm, you can't last. You got to go away. I command you to move today. What? Woo! That's a mouthful in itself. I had people, because it was it was shown to me, we're going through some things, people. I'm just going to get right to it. We're going through some shit. All of us are fighting something. We're going through some things. But, ah... Before you even get into that, I said everybody read Psalms 118 verses 21 to 23. 21 says, I will give you thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. 22 said, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. 23 says, the Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The reason why I choose that song, now trust me, I'm not a preacher, a Bible scholar, none of that. All I can do is give you the message that Spirit gave me to give to first myself and then everyone else. First of all, it said, I will give you thanks for the for you answered me. You have become my salvation. Do you know that everything we asked for, we received? We received. Whatever you asked for, you got it. Some people, back in the day, they may have asked for a peaceful life, a mate, or whatever. Now, mind you, you wasn't specific. You might be a piece of shit. might be cheating on you, whatever. But you asked for a mate, so yeah, you that. Okay. We are all great manifestors. We just don't make it plain. I want, I want, I want. I want, I want, I want. I want, I want, I want. That's all... Trust me, that's all you hear. I want, I want, I want. Well, today, Spirit said, damn, give us thanks. Give us thanks. The ancestors, give us thanks. God, everybody, just give thanks. Because you answered everything I asked for. So how about being grateful and thankful for once in your fucking life? But I know people that no matter what you give them, they still want more. Nothing is never enough. If you that person, I, I wish for you to stop and just at this moment, just give thanks. 
Thank you. Oh, but I don't got the money I want. My rent is due. Today, you got a roof over your head. Be thankful for that. Oh, I ain't got no money. You ain't? Today, your belly was full and you ain't got no money. Oh, but my kids are bad. They alive? Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Whatever situation you in, I'm not here to judge it. But give thanks that you're alive to go through it. Then it said, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Well, can I preach today? All right, all right. You know, when people pass over you, people don't see you. Oh, she can't do it. Mm -mm. They never ask. They don't know who you are. They pass over you. Well, baby, God, spirit, ego, all of them, they got a fucking sense of humor. A sense of humor. The stone that the builders refused. Be the very stone to hold it together. How you doing? How you doing? I always tell people. I remember being in a circle of people, right? I didn't have on the, I call it the spirit, the spiritual outfit. You know, the dashikis, the gay lays, the head wraps, the 50,000 beads, the bangles, the long dress. It looks like for the gypsies and the sandals and smelling like frankincense and myrrh. You lighting incense and running around and saying, Ache, Ache, Ache. No, I had on a lace wig colorful baseball cap, hoodie, and some jeans. So I, I didn't look the part. But when they asked the question, everybody in there couldn't answer. Guess who answered? The chick with the lace wig, the baseball cap, and the jeans, and the hoodie. And the guy was like, but I said, God don't need actors or actresses. He need authentic people. Never said there was a, a, a outfit requirement. Said, come as you are. And I did. So you never judge a book by its cover. I know people that, and like I said, I learned my best lessons from people out in the street. But I, I don't need those people that always got looked apart. No, I remember when, you know, my god brother, <laughs> he told me, you know, you shouldn't wear wigs. And it was my family, my spiritual family. Oh, when you wear color wigs, you like a hachi, a hoodie, or whatever. So I said, well, a thousand people said different. What? A thousand people said different. That's just your opinion. You don't like it, then get my hair done. Because I appreciate it. So there. You had people to tell me, oh, your, your podcast. Why are you doing a podcast? Right? Listen, I want to share this with y'all. Because I want y'all to understand the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. I want you to understand this one. <laughs> you shouldn't start a podcast. No one is going to listen. Nobody don't. You don't, what, what you going to say? How you going to relate to people? You don't know nothing. These are from people that was older than me, younger than me, people I've called my day ones, all of that, right? So every year, um, <clears throat> Anchor does a year review, right? <laughs> it says, listen and scored your podcast as number five. Number five. Five. Number five. That was one. It says, your podcast has been heard in 25 countries, but your top five was United States, Germany, Canada, United Kingdom, and South Africa. <laughs> it says, your podcast was in the top 10%, most shared globally. Here's how your listeners spread the word. 
39% text said, hey, did you hear about the back porch conjure? 26% said on Facebook. 23% had a direct link. 7% of other. And 5% of Instagram. It says, your listeners' podcast personality is called the time traveler. It said here, the back porch conjure worker, thank you for sharing your podcast with the world. Choose a look and go and celebrate with your fans. The back porch conjure. I was so happy. I was. Y'all don't understand how happy I was. It says your podcast saw a lot of gains this year. 352 listeners, 500, 352% of listeners, 545% of followers, 657% of streams, and 853% hours. I gained than what I had last year. So, so let me be the first to tell you. Those people that tell you you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, you're stupid for doing it, that's them. They ain't got shit to do with you at all. At all. And you know how many people, oh, my podcast going to be better than you. When they say the jealousy is in the jokes or in the subs, it really is. Oh, my podcast is going to be better than yours. Oh, I'm starting a podcast. Okay. I said, all right. Because see, I already know in my head, you're not going to outwork me. You're not going to outdo me. Because I got three more years before I retire, and I'm going to tear this to the ground. I don't care if I got one listener. Every Saturday, I get on Clubhouse. I do free readings. I have one person. But guess what? You'll see me on Saturday at 7 o'clock again until December 31st. And then I won't do it no more. But I'll do it. And I'll show up. And it don't bother me. I'll be there Saturday. I'll be there the Saturday after next. That's just me. I don't care about how you feel or what you feel. I follow the vision and what was given to me. And all those people that say, oh, well, I'm doing it. I'm doing a podcast. You don't see consistency. See, consistency pays off. It's not about, oh, I'm a hustler. I'm this. I'm that. Okay. The proof is in the pudding. You might be cool for a month, six months, but can you endure for the whole year? And then, see, I can endure for many years to come. As long as I got breath in my body, I'm going to do it. Because it's a passion. It's a difference. You see it as work. I see it as a passion. I love doing it. It's, in, it's, it's just something I love doing. So, now what? And all those people that had it, they drop off. Or, I, you know, I didn't get a lot of listeners, so I'm quitting. Who the fuck if I got one person listening? Thank you to that one. Because I'm still going to do what I need to do. That's it. And I'm not in competition. I want you to start a podcast. I want you to start all this stuff. I want you to do all of that. I'm not in competition with you. I built my own lane. Excuse me. I need you to build yours. I don't need you to be like me. I I, I want you to be authentic. I'm authentic. But you get that, 
Oh, she thinks she better. Oh, no. I'm going to celebrate me every chance I get. Tomorrow starts the top 25 spiritual people that's in the community. I always get, never fail. Why are you posting my man? That's my man. My back off. I don't want your man. Or why you didn't pick me? Why you picked them? You know what they did. I seen for a whole year, I watch people. I promote people. I put people out there. I'm not worrying about, oh, but you giving away your customers. I, it's enough for everybody. I don't own this. No one owns this. Wouldn't you want to uplift your fellow spiritual worker and all that? That's what we do. But unfortunately, we don't. We don't sit there and we just got to see it. It's competition. Why is she promoting him? You know what he did. You know what she did. You, well, why you didn't say that? You had a whole year. Why you didn't say that? Oh, I didn't want. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So, and that's why. Oh, why you didn't pick me? I did this, this, and this. I didn't see you for the whole year. I saw you in and out. Whenever you got two readings, you popped shit about it. And then when you didn't get no more, all you did was complain. Nah, move. You're not helping the community. Really, you're tearing it down. Nah, you need some help. Go, go back. And I do it for straight 25. Straight 25. I begin with someone and I end with me. And then on December 31st, I do free readings online. And we have conversations. And we have fun. And then I get off. After I did everything I need to do during the day. And then I get off and I enjoy the rest of my night. I don't need to get a headache. See how that works? And I've been doing it for the last 10 years. And I'm grateful. I've been doing the top 25. I want to say... For the last six years, the top 25, last six years. So, I don't, I don't sit and, you know, oh, you ain't pick me. No, I won't. What did you do? Oh, but I know you. Okay, and I know a lot of people. I didn't see you do anything. I didn't see you go out and help. I didn't see you do anything. I saw you. Complain, bitch, and get mad. But that's on you. If you want to do top 25, do you. Well, I ain't going to add you on my list. I, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I didn't. Like, go do your thing. I do mine over here. It's okay. I, I, don't, I don't need all that. I don't need an audience. I'm happy with what I got. So, <clears throat> the stone that the builder refused. Ah, might be the cornerstone to hold it together. Then it says, the Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Baby, you know how you say, but God. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but the old folk I used to be around, when stuff come through and they know they couldn't do it, and they go, but God. <laughs> Won't he do it? Baby. And most people will sign up to... I'm going to put voodoo on them. They're going to stop. Baby, you can't stop what God put in someone. What God ordained, you can't stop that. You can't. You can't stop that. It's already written in stone. It's already done. It was done before you and me were born. This was already, it was already planted. 
So you're going to come and undo something that's been down for generations? He said, I know every strand on your head, every piece of sand on the beach, I know. You don't even know who your baby daddy is. You worrying about what somebody else doing. You want to sit here and block a blessing. Let me give y'all a story. <laughs> right? There was this person that was doing a lot of community service for the women in the community. And because she didn't pick her friend, her friend would go around and trash the work that was being done. She would, you know, try to talk about or have people try to set her up to all of that. But each time when she tried to come after her or try to hurt the program, she might have meant it for bad, but it worked in the young lady's favor. And for a while, she would go around, oh, I don't fuck with her. I don't mess with that. That program ain't hoping nothing. But all these women that were in domestic violence started getting healed, started moving forward, excuse me, and they started coming back, started speaking and, you know, letting other women know it's okay. This is what we're doing. We got you, you know, excuse me, set up a therapy session for them, set up, you know, new identities, all of that. But you would still have this sister that would blackball it because, and when somebody finally asks a question, like, why do you hate this so much? Like, it's helping millions of people. Well, she never chose me. And you wonder why. Because look, because she didn't choose you, maybe you weren't ready right now give you a personal story. You know how many people come to me, oh, I can do what you can do. You All you're doing is talking to people. I can do that. It's the difference when you stand in front of all these people and all these eyes are on you. It's different. You know, because you get the butterflies and I don't know what to say. Uh, it look easy, but it's not. Then you got to make sure you know what you're saying. You got to make sure you're on the right topic. You got to put the crowd people you got to get them involved because you're going to be that speaker that just talking everybody go to sleep no one's learning nothing so you got to also interact with them get them to stand up and talk but keep it on topic why because people will go left field well when i was three -uh, mm -mm. what are you doing now and giving people stuff and letting them be hands-on right so it is it's a method to it so when one so-called friend Said, I can do it. She got up there. She didn't know what she was doing. Tongue-tied, flipping the words, all that. Oh, I know, I know. I, I need to get someone to write for me. Who writes for you? I write for me. For real? Yeah. So, they assumed that I had somebody writing for me. I had somebody researching and all of that. And everybody she went to, they was like, no, she do her own shit. She, it's her. Like, she know her. So she just assumed that I had a ghostwriter. I don't need no fucking ghostwriter. Then it was, she just kept on trying to find flaws in what it is I was doing. Wasn't no flaw. I mean, yeah, we all can use critique, you know, criticism of doing something better than what we did and just don't keep on doing the same thing over and over to bring an A game in. But see, they didn't want that. She just knew that. You know, oh, well, nobody don't listen to her anyway. It's so stupid. But then she saw me working. And she was like, yeah, you really do do this. But yet and still, 
we're still criticizing, dog it out. But guess what? But God. I'm going to be honest with y'all. If somebody would have told me this seven years ago, girl, you're going to be talking, talking spirituality, you know, being out there with people. I'd have looked at them and said, you lying. The devil is a lie and would have kept on going. Because I didn't see myself nowhere. I saw myself being in the hood, staying in the hood, and just just being that, settling. Right? Because I lived down in Atlanta. Yeah, I had some life experience. I met some amazing people. That's true. But I wound up coming back. So part of me held that belief of I'm a failure. And then <clears throat> when I started talking to my godfather, Ibae, and he was like, yo, D, you can do this. And I'm like, nah, nah. Because I was listening to those people that I considered my friend. And I was, you know, really going with their counsel. And then I had to ask the question, well, what have y'all done? Like, no shade, no disrespect. What have y'all done? Girl, we ain't doing none of that. You know, we settling what we got. And I'm looking around and like, yo, none of y'all are happy. Nobody, everybody's happy. You're happy with going to work, coming back, drinking, fucking random dudes, and talking shit about each other. And y'all all sitting right here. And y'all talk bad about each other. Where's the healing? Where's the part of being mature? Then I looked around and I'm seeing their kids. And I'm like, yo, y'all the mirror for y'all kids. I remember when Yolanda told me, girl, you reaching. Why? Just settle. Why? You're screwing my husband. My ex-husband. Like, that's what we do. We pass dudes around and you screw them, you screw them. Yo, the best thing my brother ever told me was keep your pussy out the projects. And I did. Real talk. Everybody just believed I was screwing this one or that one. But when I stood there, they was like, nah, nah, like, yo, nah, no, no. I had friends, so-called friends. Oh, you slept with my man? No. I remember, never forget, respect to Gene Wells. I was in uh, Rochelle one time, and we was just talking. It was me and him, my ex-husband, and him. And he said, yo, Donna, he said, I remember when Lisa thought you slept with me. And he said, I told Lisa. Out of all your friends, Donna's the only one that don't sleep with her friends' mans. I turned to look at my husband. I said, sad, because she don't, she don't do the same thing. He said, nah. He said, she always thought that. And I said, wow, that's fucked up. But I would never. It never belongs to God, not me. But there's a rule or oath that I live by. Now, some people go against that. Oh, love is love. Listen. If you with this person and they love you and all that, I'm not going with them. But you know what? Majority of my friends all go with my exes. Real talk. I remember somebody put up their friend like, oh, I loved him. I said, we all did. <laughs> and started laughing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> okay. Oh, if it didn't work with you, it wasn't meant. Listen. I understand. I take that friendship word, really. Maybe I take it too far. Maybe I take it on another level. Okay, we all can't be the same. I agree with that. But what's yours is yours. I don't need to play it. And first of all, I don't like seconds. I don't like sloppy seconds. I don't like none of that. And when I find out a friend is fucking with somebody, I bounce. I bounce. Like, real talk, I bounce. Like, nah. My friend was talking to this dude... And she had told me that. And I saw him in the store. And he was like, ah, oh, you know, I always wanted to be with you. I called her right there. I said, yo, you know your man is right here trying to talk to me. What? Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, block me and everything. I don't care. I don't care. 
She ain't even with him no more. So go figure. But you you have that. And it's it's just it's just wow. It's wow. It's really wow. But the Lord has done it. And like I said, back to the topic, to where you are fine people because I didn't pick you or you trying to stop something because it's not for you or, you know, you wasn't added on the team. Well, maybe it's not your time. I would tell that to people. Maybe it wasn't your time. Your time will come. It just ain't now. Like, it's okay. Nobody didn't say you would never do it. It's just right now. So go back to the drawing board, figure out where you're missing your mark, and relearn some stuff or go over it or learn something new to bring to the block. We all can't be doing the same thing. That's why when I go places, yo, they really not prepared me. When I go places and I see everybody reading cards, I do something totally different. Everybody got cards out. Okay. So now I'm going to do something different. I'm reading coins. Now everybody's looking at me. Oh, wow. What's that? Now the line is shifted. Now everybody over here watching me. Oh, I want to read him with her. I want to read him with her. Then whoever get up, was she good? Yeah, she was on point. Oh, then you got everybody coming like, why you not reading cards? Because everybody else is reading cards. Don't you, you, this is the only divination tool you know? I don't like her, but I respect her. That's the one thing I will say. I don't, I don't care for Yayi Joyce. Everybody and their mother know that. But I respect her. Because when everybody else was reading cards, my girl pulled out a Bible. And at first she wasn't sure. And I said, listen, if you see everybody doing one thing, come with something different. There's a plethora of ways of doing divination. You just don't need cards. If you are diviner, you can divine with anything. Because your spirits are talking to you. That's real talk. So she did. She pulled out a Bible and started divining with the Bible. I said, I'm not mad at you. I respect her. On that sense, her craft and the things she do, yeah. And even when, I never forget, and she don't remember that, that's on her. We were sitting at the bar in Denver, and we was talking, and she was like, oh, Ifa Abel, thank you, you're helping me. I said, listen, the day of tomorrow, me and you never speak. Don't stop. You have a calling. Don't stop. If I don't speak to you, we fall out, whatever it is. Don't stop. I will give her that. She ain't stopped. She didn't stop because guess what? It's not about me. It's not about your associate, association with people. People are people. Today we're friends and next hour we might not be. Doesn't mean that your, your calling or your gift is tied to me. No, you keep going. That's it. That's all. You keep going. And I've got to give her that. Out of everybody, she's going and she's growing. I can't get mad at that. No, I'm not trying to go back and be a friend or anything like that. No. But I respect that she didn't fold. After everything that was thrown at her, she did not fold. So I'm going to give her that. That I'll give her. Real talk. I will tip my hat to people that even when they went through all of the shit, they still, they went back, apologized. She did apologize. That's the one thing I will give her. When all those people gave her these instructions and told her what she needed to do and she followed them, and stuff. She did. I, I will say that on her live. She did say, listen, I apologize because this is what all them told me. I didn't know, you know, what I was doing. They did tell me that. So I will give her that part. I will. But can't nobody stop your gift. Just because me and you don't speak, your gift goes away? No. 
Not at all. But God. But see, we get so caught up in likes and who are so who appreciate us and who, oh well, if I'm not with this click, I'm not. Listen, I've seen people jump from click to click to click to click. I already know they ain't got no loyalty. They, once they leave those people, they're gonna talk about them to whoever else. That's why. Some people I deal with a long handle spoon. Mm-mm, stay your ass over there. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you have people that just want to make up stories. You know how many stories that I hear about me that sometimes I got to laugh. I don't even, I, I don't, some of them I just laugh. Like, I made my son though. Like, I, I'm not really crowned. And I'm like, okay. Or they paid for it. I'm like, you Sabrina? You Diane? Because those are the only two that did. Or... She wouldn't have had this without me. I, I made her who she is. My mother made me and my father. That's who made me. Um, oh, uh, I, yeah. Oh, my God. The number one thing. I'm jealous of them. I'm always jealous of somebody. And I'm like, see, I do know a lion don't turn around when a dog bark. So let me break it down. When I say that, I'm saying it in a nice way. A motherfucking a beast don't turn around when a bitch bark. Why? I'm a beast, ma. You you don't have nothing to do with this. You're in the wrong fucking area. You're in the wrong part of the world. Go back over there on your, your hood street. You, you don't belong here. So why would I sit here and entertain you? We're not even on the same caliber. Oh, she's jealous of me. Of what? Of what? Of what? Oh, because I got this, I got that. That shit don't ever bother me. First of all, even growing up, I never, never belongs to God, not man. Wanted what someone had. Because you know why? My mom's told me a long time ago, you don't know what they went through to get it. And are you willing to go through that? So what if you went through getting your ass whooped, getting beat, getting dragged, getting dogged out to get what you got now? I ain't willing to go through that. I know you fucking lying. So God bless you, you went through that. That's your silly ass, not me. Being with a man that don't love you, but yet it's still, oh, I got money. But look what you got to go through to get that. Nah, mm -mm. that's why I don't envy anybody. Because I don't know what you went through to get that. And trust me, on social media, nobody ever tells the full story. I made a post with Redman and But God. <laughs> so they had this show back in the day, Yo MTV Cribs. Redman. They wanted to, you know, show his crib. And they went to him and said, yo, we got some houses. He said, no, uh-uh, I'm going to take you to my house. Chad, he had his cousin sleeping on the floor. I remember that episode. He had his cousin sleeping on the floor. They had clothes all in the corner. They had empty bottles, Moet bottles, and half blunt, ashtray full, all that. Just like you going in the hood. He said they couldn't believe it. He said, and they had it. He said, but, you know, they couldn't believe it. Because they had set up a fake house for him and all that. He said, no. So it let people know that even back then, rappers ain't getting all that. Driving Bugattis and all that. No. You still don't. You Yeah, you get money from doing shows. You get cash. But the owners still got to account for that cash. So now the IRS is coming. That's why you see all these rappers and all that old mad money to the IRS. Because they thinking, oh, I got this cash. I don't need to claim none of it. Oh, but no, you do. Because the clubs got to account for that fucking money. Well, where's these thousands of dollars going to? Oh, I gave it to them. And they put down all the information. 
And that's it. Do you know when they go, they have to show ID. They got to have the bookings and all that. The record company going to send over all your shit. So, because they, they getting their money too. And they're paying you. Oh, but yeah. No. Now the IRS is coming. And you ain't fighting them boys. Because they worse than the police and everybody else. Them motherfuckers got They can go into your bank account and everything. And get their money. Yeah, you don't play with them. So... Redman was the first one to let everyone know that shit ain't what it seemed. And when I learned that lesson back then, I took that as. And then I would hang with people. So online, we talking about back in Yahoo days in MySpace. Everybody had this, you know, I was living in Atlanta. I would come to New York and everybody have this fake pictures and all of that. And come to find out when I get around them, that ain't it. This chick came with Curry, real talk. She used to always have it like she's traveling. That's when I learned the milk carton looked like the windows in the airport. But now people are showing them opening and closing the windows. So she stopped doing that. Then I remember the last time, this was a few years ago. She was like, girl, because I was living in Atlanta. She was like, girl, when you come up here, I lost so much weight. Oh, my God. I'm wearing like now maybe like a, a 14, 13, 14. She kept on. One day, I, when I came up, I said, yeah, where you at, girl, so I can see you and see this new body and stuff. So it was looking and it was like, what new body? I just saw Karen, Karen, big as a fucking house. No, she said she, she ate her. So when she did come down, girl, you know, I got sick. Bitch, I was just talking to you three days ago. You told me you was in the 13, 14. What? That's how I knew. So, no, I don't. I don't. When I had the opportunity of going out and being online, I went to my kids. I said, y'all got anything to hide because people love digging up dirt. It was like, and if they do, so fucking what? We don't care. So I have to stay, you know, authentic. I have to stay me because if not, people will. They'll search your shit and will bring your shit back up and be like, well, you said this five years ago. So I have to stand on whatever I say. I don't have time to be auditioning for a spiritual play. This is not it. So no. And all those people that would lie or be something else or try to use people's name for clout. No. But back to the stone that the builder refused. People would say they know me and use my platform to get where they need to go. But like I said, people love to come and tell their side. Okay. I remember this girl said, you promoting these people and they're, the only reason why they're getting their, their stuff out there is because they're saying they know you and we trust you. So they're using your name. I said, send me proof because I can't see these people using my name. Like, no. She sent me proof. And I didn't go and argue with nobody. Just block and delete. Now you have no access. And when the writer of your fucking story quits, people fall off. I don't know if y'all understand. One thing I will give to Candelo, he told everybody, I write these motherfuckers scripts. He wasn't lying. I thought he was lying for a long time. He said, I'm the writer. He said, I write them. I build up their their names and all of that. So when they assumed that he was writing for me, I said, no, 
Oh, well, he paid for your rent. Bitch, I was homeless. How are you paying for that? Like, are you serious? So, when he fell, all of the so-called people he was writing for fell too. I said, not him dick whooping everybody. He done wrote all these goddamn episodes of throwing them bones. And now the cast done left because the writer is gone. See, that's why I don't mimic people. Because what happens when they fall out? Or, or this person don't do it no more? Who you going to mimic then? Okay. I may not be the brightest crown in the box. I might not be this. Or I might not have this. Or No, I don't have all of these degrees. And I don't sit under the best of people. But whoever I'm supposed to, God makes sure it happens. Ego makes sure it happens. I was in the house and the, my doorbell rang. And I go downstairs and I have this box in front of my door and I open it. And I am looking at her. She is so beautiful. A good friend of mine went to Brazil. Now, mind you, she could have brought anything back for anybody. She brought me back a beautiful doll, Oshun, that's for the Orisha in Brazil for Candoble. She looks beautiful. That's how you know you have a good character. I never said I was the greatest person, but your character doesn't change. Iwapele, good character. Your character you're born with, your character gonna die with. When people... This is why, so let me explain. When you are going for weight loss surgery, they make you go through um, therapy, right? Because you have to go to therapy. You have to go to six months therapy. Most people opt out and only want to go to three sessions and that's it. But the recommended time is really six months. I took the full six months. I wasn't playing, right? And the reason why you take therapy is you know how to be big, you forgot how to be skinny, to be slim. And that kind of plays on your mental. Especially if you know you've been self-hating, self-sabotaging, all of that. Now the real you is going to come out, right? Because now you don't have that excuse of being fat anymore and being the bun of the joke and not thinking that no one loves you and all of that. So you do exercises, you do conversations and all of that, right? So... um <clears throat> So you you learn who you are. Um, so, and excuse me. So you learn this, right? So that's why they tell you to do the full six months. And I know people that didn't. They only did three sessions. That was it. So once, and then they teach you how not to fat shame people. Right? Don't sit here and judge because you was just that a few months ago. So, or a few weeks ago. So, you can't judge no one else. The same way it took time for you either to work out, get surgery. However it is, you made a choice. Right? So, they teach you that. And that's usually at the last when you're kind of going in. You go over that. You go over different exercise. If you do find yourself thinking that way or being that way, it's things you need to remind yourself and remember those points when you were that. And this person is struggling with the same thing. So, you know, okay. So, I remember when my friend, she had her surgery first. I didn't get mine then. She had her surgery first. And we were in the car and she said... Yeah, not like you, because, you know, you're big, and I lost weight. And I was like, wow, that was the first red flag. 
Then it was in the movies theater, and you know, I'm gonna buy my snacks then, right? And I was eating meat then, so this was a while ago. And I remember buying a gyro, and she was like, You know, this is why you're fat because you're eating this food. Bitch, just a few months ago, we would share gyro, or you would have yours, and I have mine. Like, are you serious? So, and it was always something. Then when she started hanging around guys, it was like, Oh, she's she's too big. Like I, you see me, like I can I can wear a size 12, 10. She wear what? A 20, you double digits. I'm almost in single. So then I I thought about the therapy part and I was like, "Wow. It's not the weight. Some people really do hate themselves. I have nothing to do with the weight cuz the weight is gone." You are really a horrible person. You need therapy for whatever's hurting you, right? Because they teach you that when you're going on this weight loss journey. So then I noticed, can't keep people around her, can't keep a man, none of that. And I was like, wow, it's not the way. It's not the way. So that's how I knew when I, I saw these things and I'm like, but God, I didn't, I could have opt out and just did the three or four sessions and not do the six months. I could have opt out and took maybe one or two nutrition class and not do it. I could have opt out for a lot of things. I could have followed those people and listened to them and gave up and sat at the pity party and blamed everybody else for my, my refusal of going forward. I could have followed the crowd instead of stepping away. There's a lot of things I could have done. But God. Because see, it becomes like an earning, an itch. Uh, you got to do this. And last but not least, I live up here in the mountains. And every so many months, I would go down to New York and go to the nail place and the eyelash place. And everybody I would ask. <laughs> it's a lesson learned. Hey, y'all know any nail spots out here? No, no. No, but then I had to <laughs> think about it today. Today it all came to to why and what. So everyone I asked, like I would ask a few Uber drivers, hey, you know any nail places or any eyelash places? No, no. I was like, wow, damn, it can't be up here, upstate. Gotta have something. Those people I all asked, they don't do their nails. They don't care about their outlook. They've settled. Oh, I got a man, and this is it. Like, they don't do the hair. They don't care about that, right? Okay. So, I even asked my daughter. I said, you've been up here longer than me, you know. No, why are you doing that when you just, you unhealthy nails? Stop. Wait, when you ever notice me not to get my nails and my eyes done, like, stop. So, it was always, you know, no, ain't no place, ain't no place exists. Something told me, go on Google. So, I went. I went, I looked through all of this. So I went to this place. When I tell you this place was so beautiful, so welcoming. Now, in New York, you know how if you ever get your nails done, you will go and get your nails done. Then you say, oh, you go over here for her. She do your eyelash. Oh, over here, they do your feet. They do your feet. Over here, here at this place, JT Nails, you get one nail tech. And she does everything. Let's go back. You get one nail tech. She do your eye. No, it's one person that just do eyes. One person because they tint. Because you have to be certified with that. But for your nails, your feet, your massage, all of that, 
you get one nail tech. Eyebrow and tinting, you get one person because one person has to be certified. They're licensed and everything, and they show all the cleaning stuff and all that they have in one room. That's that person. But you get one nail tech, and that tech walks you through everything. You get your nails done. Do you want it? How do you want it? Do you want acrylic? Do you want gel? How do you want it powder? Do you want drop? Do you need this? Do you need a pedicure, a manicure? Do you need your nails done? Like they walk you through the full menu. Prices are reasonable. But your nail tech do anything. So if you go and sit down at the chair, the nail tech going to do your feet. Once you finish, here you go back over to your station. You get one station and that nail tech take care of everything. That nail tech even takes care of your bill. Like they give you the bill. That's it. It's not I'm tipping you. I'm tipping you. You get one person. One person. Very clean. Very uh, sanitized. They don't use the same thing over and over. It's not. Nope. They open up the pack for the the the, uh, the file and all of that. And they throw it away. I said, wow. This is beautiful. So I had to ask, how long y'all been here? They said, we've been here for a minute. But then I had to think about it. All the people I asked, they don't care about looks. They don't care about the grooming. They don't care about anything to make yourself feel better of giving you a me day. You know how you have a spa day just worrying about you? They don't do that. They settle for whatever it is. And I'm like, wow. And believe it or not, only two black people were in there. Dead serious. Today that I was in there, only two black people were in there. The rest was nothing but white women. Chinese people run it, but nothing but white women. And the lady was like, oh, my God, one of the customers. Like, they all talk to you. Very nice. Very, you know, oh, my God, I love that. Your nails are beautiful. Now, I don't ever get polished because I'm not. The, I polish my feet. I don't do my fingers. She was like, you know, I said, no, I don't polish my hands. And she was like, oh, my God, your eyelashes are beautiful. Thank you. So the other lady was telling her, you know, what it is and stuff. She said, oh, okay. So I guess she went back there and got hers done, right? Sweet. Um, but to have a spa day, to have a day of you, to take yourself out to dinner, to appreciate you. You can be single, married, whatever, to appreciate you because you are the cake. You are the one that matters. So I had to sit there, and when I thought about it, I said, the Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. God built you. First of all, I need you to be thankful for everything that you got. Everything. Because all those that didn't believe in you, God did. God did. He didn't count you out. He didn't do anything. And then, even when, People will sit, dog you, badmouth you, betray you, lie on you, do all of that. Don't support you, all of that. But God will send those people that need to be there. You don't need to run around. I always say good dope sells itself. And I believe that. You already dope. You already good. Somebody will come. That's it. That's all. Then it is, the Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. But God, all the things that you did, you might be the very one that someone sees and says, damn, if they can do it, I can. And go and do it. No competition. No shade. Like, okay, you might be the one to bless so many just from you doing things for you. 
It tells you, I scream that to the top of my lungs. Love you first. You are important. Self-love is real love. And it's so amazing to see. It's sad that everybody don't love themselves and working on healing from themselves. But God did. That's the only thing I can tell you. God did. Psalms 118 from 21 to 23 is real. I said, we start Monday, we end Friday. And I'll read it again. I will give thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. That means I'm giving thanks because everything I asked for, you gave me. And the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. You said, you know, when they tell you in the Bible, he said he will make your enemies your footstool. Well, I'm sitting here arguing with you. I ain't got nothing to do with that. See, when I argue with you and I sit here and put all that energy of going back and forth with you, I take away from the very destiny that I was called to do. Why well, I'm worrying about you. I'm not even going to see you after two, three, four days. I, I don't care. And even if they post about you, put your picture up, be like, ah, oh, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Keep going. Show up. Last story. I worked in a botanica. I know some of y'all may have heard this story. And if you didn't, then sit down. I worked at a botanica. Every day I would show up. They would dog me out. They would tell people, don't come and get readings from me. I'm talking about they would sabotage it, try to set me up, all of that. Send people down there. Oh, tell her she don't know how to read. But the one thing is, I'm 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 gonna speak my mind. Oh, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, for real? Boop, boop, boop. And you did this, you did this, you did this. Oh, wait. Uh-uh. So tell me about this. Yeah. Cause see, they might admit it for evil. It worked out in my favor. And then the very time when they kept on holding customers away from me, here it is this one girl because Amy couldn't take no more customers. I read her, and the next day, she brought all her fucking family members and friends. God did. But God. Why am I arguing with y'all? And every day, they would get more angry because I showed up. Now, what happens when you become angry? Eventually, that shit play and backfires on you. So, when they would sit there and complain and talk about me, and then they dressing someone candle, i never forget the lady was like, if you're going to do all that and talk about her, don't dress my candles. No. They came all the way in the back. Excuse me. Are you busy? No. Can you bless my candles? Sure. Listen, I'll pay you. They got mad because now money is leaving out their pocket. And now they even more mad. Uh-uh, mommy. It's not going to work. No, it's not going to work because y'all are sitting here dogging people out. That lady was like, you know they help. I said, it's okay. It's all right. I said, hold on. So I took it in the back. I told her to sit down. I told her what I was using and everything. I cleaned the candles first. She said, why are you cleaning? I said, well, they're on the shelves. And people pick them up, put them back. I said, you don't clean them? She came up in the front. She said, y'all never clean these fucking candles. Yeah, I'm never coming back to y'all. And then somebody else was standing there like, you, you bless candles? I said, yeah. Okay, okay, I got six of them. Here, here. Take them to her. Take them to her. Now, that whole day, they was mad as hell. I was sitting in the back, minding my business. God did. But God. Why am I? If I'd have been up there arguing back and forth with them, I'd have missed my blessing. That's why I don't argue with people. Why am I going back and forth with you? My, whatever you feel, whatever you think, whatever you even assume to know, good. Because what you eat don't make me shit. I'm over here doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not worried about you. Oh, your price is too high. Great. Go somewhere else. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, who is she to charge? Who are you not to? 
Hi, <laughs> how you doing? I'm not scamming nobody. I'm not taking people for what they're worth. I'm doing what you paying me to do. So why am I worried about you? You over here in my yard. I didn't invite you. How you looking over the fence in my yard? Nah. Mm-mm. And then they get mad. Why you inviting them? Because I make a longer table, not a bigger fence. Everybody's invited at the table. You want to come? No. Then that's on you. Stay over there. Block, delete, bye. I ain't got time for that at all. Your intentions are not good. You sitting here trying to do some underhand stuff. You doing all the crazy things. Bye, boo. I ain't trying to do that. It's enough people out here that, that need help that maybe my services can benefit. And they can benefit from my services. I'm not trying to go in competition with anybody. For what? For what? Even in the Bible, God said, I gave you some preachers, some teachers, some healers, all of that. I'm not the only one on this planet. It is a plethora of people. And people have the right to spend their money wherever they want to go. I don't hold people. But your character. Like I said, people send me gifts and I get so amazed. Like, thank you. Because their character. And they see, okay, yeah, she is it. And that's it. I'm not trying to be nobody else. I ain't trying to be the great I am. Like I said, I'm a sister sharing my experience, excuse me, in hopes that it will help you along the way. Trust and believe that. That's it. But I thank you for allowing my podcast to grow. I thank you for just being you, for just listening. I thank you. I thank you. Because none of this wouldn't have been possible without y'all. So I thank you. And I even thank my haters and my people that tried to block me. I still wish I hit the lotto because people, when they get money, they they forget about your ass. So I do pray they hit the lotto. But without y'all, I wouldn't be where I am. Because y'all make me say, go harder. So thank you. Thank you. And for all those that are listening, like, oh my God, she ain't going to be nothing. I had a podcast you had, keywords you had. But know that the only time you're going to catch me fold unless I'm folding laundry. Because I ain't trying to fold. I'm trying to lie, so I ain't folding. I'm a beast. I am. I'm a beast. And I love what I do. I love it with a passion. So, thank you. And we look forward to a new year. And catch me tomorrow. Because it starts the number 1 through 25. The top 25 spiritual people in the community. Or the people that's helping the community. They all are not spiritual. Some of them are just great individuals doing some great work. So thank you. And be blessed.